Do you ever get overwhelmed when you're cleaning your house because not everything has a place? Well, friend, chances are you have got clutter, and clutter can manifest itself in four type of ways. And in this episode today, we're going to go over those four ways and how to get rid of it effectively, not only so that you have physical space, but also mental space to do the things that you actually want to do. Ready to dive in? Well, grab a notebook and let's go. Hello and welcome to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. My name is Brienne, your new mom BFF. I'm a wife, mom of two, homemaker, and faith-based entrepreneur passionate about helping mamas beat the overwhelm and find balance in their everyday lives. After years of struggling with depression and being consumed in New Age spirituality, Jesus radically saved me and gave me a new purpose in embracing the role as a mother, wife, and homemaker. Homemaking is so much more than cooking and having a tidy house. It's creating a beautiful, safe, and loving home that sets the foundation for your family to grow. On this podcast, you can expect to hear canned conversations about faith, family, stewarding your home, and sprinkling in some business topics. This podcast is for the homemakers ready and excited to create a beautiful home, not only for our families, but also for our lives. If that's you, you are definitely in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Brianne, and I am just so thrilled that you are here today because we are going to talk about the four types of clutter and how to get rid of it. Now, this episode in particular is very tangible, so make sure to go ahead and have a notebook nearby so you can write all of this down. And if you are driving, please do not have a notebook and write this down. Maybe consider listening to it and referencing back to it later or just listen to this at a later date when you have a notebook. Now, I know I say in every episode that I'm excited to record it, but this one in particular, I'm actually super excited about because this is one topic that... I have a very big conviction in and clutter is something that we all struggle with and whether we admit it or not, I think this is something that we all come to a point in our lives that we struggle to get rid of things. What's cool though is that once you get rid of the clutter and once you have control of the clutter, you just have so much more freedom in your life because when there is less clutter, you have less to take care of. And as homemakers, when we have less to take care of, we are able to go ahead and pour ourselves into the things that we actually want to do. Like we have the time to go ahead and pour into our children and be present with our kids and our family. We have the time to pour into making our house beautiful because we're not having to pick up that clutter. And less clutter, obviously more freedom, but also more space, not only physically, but also mentally, because clutter can really affect our brain chemistry. Now, I may have mentioned this in a past episode, but if I didn't, there has actually been studies that show that clutter increases your stress hormone cortisol. And let's be real, if you're anything like me, like you're already stressed out. And so having the clutter on top of it is just an additional unnecessary stress that you do not have to have in your life. And I don't know about you, but I know personally when my house is a mess, I cannot think straight and it's because of the extra clutter. So let me know if you can relate. And um, yeah, let's talk about clutter. So what is it? So dictionary.com says clutter is to fill or litter with things in a disorderly manner. 
In other words, they're items that don't have a place. So as you're going through these four types of clutter, it's important to remember that all of this needs to have a place. Each clutter needs to have a place for it. Otherwise, you need to get rid of it. So the first clutter, let's just dive in, is physical clutter. This is the clutter that you are seeing visually day in and day out. Physical clutter can look like the mail that's piling up on your desk or the abundance of pots and pans that you hardly use overflowing from your kitchen cabinets. Or maybe it's even that hobby you really wanted to do like painting or making clay earrings and then you tried it once or a couple times realized you're totally horrible at it and then you just let it sit in the closet for a year and a half. Now, This is more of a cut and dry approach when you are decluttering and getting rid of it. But for physical clutter in particular, it's important to have a cut and dry approach because that way you can not have as much of an emotional attachment to it, which we'll get into that in a little bit. So here we go. Cut and dry approach. If it doesn't have a place, get rid of it. If it has a duplicate, get rid of it. If it is broken or ripped, ditch it or throw it in the garbage. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, consider donating it or getting rid of it. An example of something that makes you feel uncomfortable, maybe you have a dress that you bought that doesn't fit, that is not flattering, or it just doesn't fit right, but you're already past the 30 days when you need to return it, and so you just let it sit in your closet for years and years and years And then, oh, well, maybe I'll go ahead and wear that later. But you never actually do. Like, give yourself that permission to go ahead and get rid of it and ditch it. Because that's what happens is that with physical clutter, we have it accumulate more and more and more as time goes on. And so by the time you're ready to declutter, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is just too much. But when you stay on top of the physical clutter, then you don't have to worry about that. Now, when it comes to seasonal items, I know this can get a little bit tricky, especially with home decor and having seasonal items, but feel free to just go through each tub. Let's say you have like a tub of Christmas stuff. If you know that this is not going to be in style for five years, or maybe this is something from a couple Christmases ago that you really don't like anymore, really just give yourself that permission to go ahead and get rid of it and give it to someone that could be blessed with it. That's how I look at everything. So when I am getting rid of all of my clutter, I just think to myself, I'm like, how can this item bless somebody else? And if it's broken, I'm just going to throw it in the trash. Now, if you are going through decluttering and you are struggling with like, where do you even start? Or you're not exactly sure what to get rid of. Go ahead and go to hardyhomemaker.com slash checklist and you can grab my clutter free checklist. And what this checklist is, it just has a list of all these things that are in your home that you could go ahead and get rid of. It's a two page PDF. It's just jam packed. And this checklist was going to help you so much. Just go through the clutter and figure out what you want to keep, what you want to donate, what you might want to revisit later on to keep or donate. It's fantastic. So to go ahead and grab that, again, go to hardyhomemaker.com slash checklist or go to the link in the episode's description. So that leads us to the second type of clutter, which is digital clutter. 
Now, digital clutter is the extras that are on your phone and your computer. So this looks like the extra apps that you don't use on your phone. This could look like the downloads that is just overflowing in your computer. It could look like the extra photos on your phone. And what happens is that it takes up a ton of space. We only have a certain amount of gigabytes. And so what happens when you're up with gigabytes? Well, you have to delete stuff. So it's easier to stay on track if you delete as you go and maybe do a digital declutter. Now, here's a solution for, well, here's a few solutions when it comes to digital clutter on your phone. So one solution is organize the apps into folders on your phone. So let's say you've got three apps in particular, like the Peloton app, and then the health app, and then I don't know what other app, like a fitness workout app. You could put that in the health folder, or maybe you have a shopping folder. So inside the shopping folder, you have Starbucks in there, and you don't have to have this crazy amount of apps in each folder, but it's nice to go ahead and organize it so everything has its place. And another way to go ahead and get the digital clutter out of your phone is deleting the apps that you don't use or hardly use. And um, let me think of another example. Another example could be deleting the 20 plus versions of the same photo you tried to take. As a mom, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you're trying to take a picture of your child and you take it like 300 times to realize that you get only one good picture, but you keep the other 300 on your phone, so you might as well just go ahead and delete the rest. Now, here are some solutions for digital clutter on your computer. So, when you are, let's say, having a browser open on the internet tab, right, do not have 45 tabs open on your computer. Just stick to three, because what happens is that you get super overwhelmed, just exit out of it that way too. It has its place. You can come back to it later. You don't need to have 45 tabs open on your computer. Another way to help with the digital clutter on your computer is to organize your downloads in a folder so that they all have a place. So for instance, my husband, he's back in college right now. And so I have a folder on the desktop and also on the downloads of all of his homework. So he can just go ahead and go into the homework folder and then it's also listed what subject it is so he can put that download into the subject so that everything has its place. And another way, solution to go through the digital clutter is go through your emails. If you're anything like me, you've got like 20,000 emails just sitting there in your inbox. I don't recommend going through 20,000 emails in one sitting, obviously, take it over time. But you could go ahead and take the emails and organize these folders to the left-hand side. Usually it's on the left side. Maybe it's on the right. I don't know. I use Google. (laughs) So, um, But you organize the emails into different topics like Etsy or purchases or taxes and stuff like that. And then you put that into a folder on the side. You just move the email to that folder so that when you need to revisit it, you can, or you just straight up delete it. Another thing you can do is unsubscribe. I think there's an app called Unroll Me. 
And this app is so cool because what you can do is go ahead and link it to your email and they go through a list of all of the emails that you get and you can go ahead and figure out if you want to keep the email or you can mass unsubscribe from emails that you don't want anymore or you can have this roll-up option. It is just the coolest thing ever. I highly recommend it. I believe it is free. I need to double check on that, but I'm going to go ahead and also link it in the episode description so you can check it out. It is so, so cool. Now that leads us to the third clutter, which is mental clutter. Now, this is actually the easiest clutter to get rid of. It is so, 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 so easy because all you have to do is really two things. So one of the best ways to get rid of the mental clutter is first a brain dump. So you literally grab a sheet of paper and you brain dump everything that's on your mind. And maybe even things that don't matter at all, like a song in your head, just dump it. That way you don't have to think about it and have it linger in your head all day. Another thing is if you're like me and you're a visionary and you're creative, you have all these ideas that just randomly come up in the middle of the day. Go ahead and have a notebook that's just dedicated to your ideas. I call it an idea notebook totally original, right? And what's great about it is that you just dump all your ideas in there and then you can revisit it later or, you know, you can just work on it later in the day. So, and then another thing you can do to get rid of the mental clutter is by journaling and just get your thoughts out on a sheet of paper, whether you write it to yourself or write it to God, just get it out of your head and out of your mind. And you are going to be able to think a lot more clearly clearly and make more sound decisions throughout the day. Now, last but not least, this is one of the hardest clutters, but number four type of clutter would be emotional clutter. Now, emotional clutter is a clutter that you have a really hard time getting rid of things because you have an emotional attachment to it. And again, this is the hardest clutter by far because How do you get rid of something without it breaking your heart, right? But you can. And with this one in particular, definitely give yourself some grace. If you know that you're not ready to get rid of it, just don't. But if you are hoarding sentimental things and you think maybe it's time to get rid of it, just go ahead, give yourself that space and that time and feel the feelings, right? And get rid of it. Now, I'm going to give an example of emotional clutter. So let's say, for example, you have clothes that your baby wore and you know that you're not having any more kids and you're having a hard time getting rid of the clothes because you have memories that's attached to when your child wore them. One way that you could go ahead and preserve the memory and go ahead and get rid of it is by actually taking a picture of it before you put it in the get rid of pile. And if you take a picture of it, let's face it, you're going to see it way more, be reminded of it way more by looking through your photos on your phone than if it was sitting in storage for years on end. So taking that picture of a sentimental item, you can go ahead and hold on to that memory and you're able to see it more often and then just have that space to go ahead and get rid of that sentimental item. Now, 
The next approach, this is actually not ditching it and getting rid of it, but one thing that you could do is also take the item and repurpose it. So I'm going to give you an example. My husband has this Ottoman looking thing. I don't know what it is. It looks like a drum. (laughs) Okay. It is not aesthetically pleasing whatsoever, but it used to belong to his grandma's and he has a really hard time getting rid of it. And so I've begged him. I'm like, please let me get rid of it. It's so ugly. And he's like, nope, not happening. We're using it. And like I said, it's totally not aesthetically pleasing whatsoever. But what you can do, right, and what I'm doing is repurposing it. So what I'm going to do to repurpose it is get a cover off of Amazon to pull over it. It's still getting the use, but also if he really wants to remember the ottoman, all he has to do is unzip the cover to see it. Okay, and so maybe what is one thing that you could repurpose that maybe belongs to a family member or that's sentimental? Another example, maybe you have a grandfather who had this flannel shirt that he wore all the time, right? Is there a way that you could go ahead and use the fabric to repurpose it into something else that you could wear or have with you all the time? So There it is, the four types of clutter and how to get rid of it, mostly get rid of it. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go ahead and screenshot it, share it on your stories and tag me on Instagram at Hardy Homemaker so I can thank you for listening. And again, if you are having a hard time trying to get rid of clutter, you're not sure where to start, make sure to go to the checklist at hardyhomemaker.com slash checklist and grab that clutter-free checklist so you can just get started so you can have less clutter in your life and more time and more space to do the things that you actually want to do. All right. And that's about it. (laughs) So hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, I will chat with you soon. All right. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Hardy Homemaker podcast. For resources and materials, head over to hardyhomemaker.com. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it, share it on your stories on Instagram, and tag me at Hardy Homemaker so I can personally thank you for tuning in. If you feel called to, share the episode with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, praying for you, your family, and your business. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.